Welcome to Hustle and Pro Season 2, talking sports in Frisco from youth to pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to this episode of Hustle and Pro. So many of us draw inspiration from professional athletes that we see on TV or who are on our favorite sports teams, but we also get inspired by athletes like Tank Shottle, a Special Olympics Texas athlete since 2001. I'm excited to hear from Tank today, so thank you for Zooming with us, Tank. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Fantastic. Okay, let's jump in with a couple favorite quick hits to, to get to know some of your sports favorites. So. Who is your favorite athlete? I like J.J. White of the Houston Texans. Me too. What are your favorite sports to play? Uh, I like to do, uh, I like to play softball. That's one of my favorite. I like to catch balls and hit balls and be part of the team. You and me both. Softball's my favorite sport to play also. What's your favorite sports movie? Uh, I like, uh, man, there's so many good ones, um, but if I had to choose one, I, I would have to go with the Remember the Titans. Ah, that's a good one. Okay, so can you tell me really quick, tell our, our listeners uh, your story in sports. Tell us some of the sports that you played, and then I know that you, um, in seventh grade, you started um, with Special Olympics Texas, so tell us about your sports background. Uh, I do softball, basketball, volleyball, track, bocce, golf, and soccer. So that's seven sports. Uh, I've been playing uh, for softball, basketball, track. I've been doing that since 2001. I started, I started volleyball in 2014. And for, for golf and bocce, I started around – I will say, I can't remember what year that was. I was probably like around either, I think it was like 2018, I believe, or somewhere like that. And then, mm-hmm. and then this past March, I just started soccer until this whole pandemic happened. So that's that. One thing I'm curious about that I've just kind of met you through the world of Twitter. You have 73,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's huge first of all congrats um and i mean you you're really there it feels like you're there every day to inspire people and to just spread kind of spread the love and like the every everyday little things just telling people hello and have a great day and that you love people and um you get some really awesome feedback people comment that you're amazing you're perfect you're important you're loved um so kind of tell me about why you do that well, because I want you and everyone to hear this, that, you know, I love you all very much, even though I never, even though I never met everybody on social media, and I want people to know that, you know, there's love in, inside them, and I, and I want people to know that, you know, there's always hope for everybody out there, and, and, I, and I love to be positive, I love to share my love message to everybody out there that I love you, and I like to keep myself happy just to spread love to them. And I love to help people. I love to inspire people not to give up on their life, you know, do much as I can to inspire them to keep themselves strong every day and don't let their bad days or anything get to them. And I just like to tell people that, look, there's going to be good days and bad days, but don't let the bad days get to you. Yeah. And I want you and everyone to know that, that, 
always focus on the good things in life and don't worry about what's going on on those bad days. Yeah. And that's hard, especially right now. It's, it's easy to get down and have those bad days right now. So um, that's, I love your message. I think it's, it's nice and uplifting because there's, there's some haters out there, especially in the Twitter world. Right. And unfortunately um, there are those kind of trolls on Twitter who seem to just be out there to pick on people and kind of bully people or, um, I don't know, just be negative. And I sense that you, you feel some of that, unfortunately. Um, so how do you handle those, those negative people that are just kind of picking on you on there? You know, that's a good question. You know, I tell bullies many times on Twitter, you know, I don't know why people do that. I don't have the answer to that, but you know, I can say this. I mean, look, it's, I can't control, I can't control what people say or what people do when it comes to social media. I mean, yeah. you know, and the only thing I could tell you, Kelly, is that, you know, I, I can't let negative or haters or mean people get to me because look, I do pray for these people. I do pray that they become a better person someday. I believe they could, I can't yeah. help them. It's up to them to do it themselves. But for me, I try to, not let any of that stuff get to me because sometimes it does get emotional to me why people said that said things that I don't like to hear. And sometimes it's hard to it's hard to move forward when you when when that comment is still there and they can't remove it, which yeah it is what it is. But I, I mean, feel that too, Tank. Like I I try I try really hard and I feel like I'm 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 successful at it to not be mean or negative ever to people in real life. But you know, I've been tempted when things really fire me up on online on social media or something. It's tempting to to try to get under somebody's skin, I guess. But I try really hard to, to make sure I'm only positive and trying to post things that are helpful for somebody or encouraging right. or supportive for somebody. Right. But it gets to me too, to where if if somebody says something about a comment I made or picks on me or calls me, you know, says something I was stupid, it's really hard for me to let it go and forget it. Like I'll go to sleep that night still like mad that somebody said something mean to me and it really like gets in my heart and hurts me. <laughs> it's hard to let it go sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, look, like I said just now, I mean, we, I can't control what they say. I mean, but I will continue to pray for those people in this world. And you know, I, I do pray they have a good heart inside and they do become a better person one day, but who knows, they may, they may be, be, become a better person. You just never know what could happen in their life. I mean, yeah. But well, I, would, I would definitely pray for those people. That's fantastic. Well, well before all of that world began, you started um, with Texas Special Olympics in 2001, right? So tell me about your journey with them and how that's helped you and along the way. Well, when I first started in 2001, I, for, for my opinion is I did I did not know what special special Olympics was all about back then because you know this is 2020 so when I go back in that year I mean I was very young during that that year in 2001 and mm -hmm. yeah when I think about special Olympics during that year I mean it during that time when I ever since I've been with special Olympics it continues to grow I mean not just for the state of Texas but the entire world and our country as well it's been growing for the special organization and you know what really what really inspired me about this organization is that you know it, it continues to grow i mean i think that all the athletes that 
And I think it's really happy for me because, you know, I got to spend time with parents that have kids with any type of disability. And I want the parents and everyone to know to join Special Olympics because it's a wonderful organization. I think that, you know, I've been doing it for 19 years. I mean, I there's been a lot of changes since I've been part of it. And, you know, and I'm very grateful to share my story to the world about Special Olympics, how it changed my life, how what can I do to improve the organization, try to try to get everybody together to spread love to all the athletes that have any type of disability. And I want the parents to know that I love your athletes and I want to be with them to support them and do whatever I can to, to make their life better, try to help them and spread love. And I don't, and I always tell people, don't let your disability define you who you are because you're just love the way you are right now. Don't let it define you. This is your life. This is your moment. Embrace it, enjoy it. And I want parents to know that I'll always be there for your athletes to love you. I love you. I love them as a human being, and I don't define them as their disability because I think everyone has their ability to do something special in life, and I want that people to hear that. Yeah, and you you mentioned the parents so much. Um, I I would imagine that the tech, the Special Olympics is just as impactful for the parents as it is the athletes, yeah. right? For right. them to be able to give that experience or be a part of giving that experience to their kids. Is that how you feel when you're part partaking in it? Yeah, I mean, you know, my dad's been a my dad's been a special picks coach for many years for my team, and you know, he's very grateful to be with the athletes he loves. I mean, it's really heartwarming for me to have my dad to coach Special Olympics, and you know, I'm I'm just so blessed and thankful to meet so many wonderful parents ever since I've been doing Special Olympics, and I'm so grateful to to inspire their son or daughter or any relatives that are part of the Special Olympics. And I'm very grateful to share my story to the parents out there, not just for the state of Texas, but for our other states and, the, and around the world as well. And, and I'm so grateful to have my message, my message shared to the entire world as well. And I'm so blessed to share my love and inspire everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's important to share that. So you started when you were, around seventh grade so like 12 years old um and you still i mean you still play as an athlete now so my question is what are what are these age ranges i mean how young can somebody get into it and how old can somebody still play in it well if you participate in special olympics i think i don't think there's no age limit i think you, i think you can continue to do special olympics as long as you want to i mean i don't there's no age limit on that yeah. As far as being young, if you want to start, I mean, you pretty much have to fill out the application. I mean, there's websites to look at. Yeah. Fill out and and they probably gonna have to ask you what your disability and all that stuff. And but yeah, I mean, there's no age limit. As yeah. long as I mean, there's no age limit on how long you want to do special because it all depends if you want to keep doing it or not. That's up to them. So I know that obviously you love to play sports and. Um... I have learned that you also have gotten into working out lately and, and you're kind of into this, this journey with you've hit a major milestone lately. So do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so far I, I, I so far right now, I have lost 52 pounds right now. Um, my goal is to get back to 180. So I mean, my weight's been going up and down a bit here and there. Um, but you know, I'm trying to stay active every day. I mean, not doing special, it's not of course, I, I, 
I, I do have a job. Of course, um, I used to work, I work with the shirt clients here. Of course, they're not having bad boys this year because of the coronavirus here, but you know, I'm trying to stay active, to stay healthy and work out and try to keep myself in shape until hopefully one day or someday I'll get to go back out there and compete for Special Olympics one day. Sure, me too. Surely you will. So did this weight loss journey start before, like how long has this been happening? Was this something that kind of you kicked into gear when we were kind of shut down or was this already in motion before? I've, I've been, I started working out since April around there. And okay. So I, I mean, I'm still in shape still. I mean, I'm still working out and there's gonna be days that there will be days that I don't feel like I don't want to do anything, but I have to push myself to do it. I can't, you know, there will be days I get lazy at times, but I can't let my lazy, lazy to stop me from doing something. I want to keep myself in shape. And, and, you know, sometimes you can't let your mind tell you, well, I can't work out, blah, blah, blah. But I have to keep telling myself I have to work out because I have to keep myself motivated, keep pushing myself to do it. And, yep. and I want people to hear that. Always keep yourself motivated and keep pushing yourself and take it one day at a time and you'll make great progress in your life. And then, yeah, I think that's, harder now than ever when we're all in this different kind of sheltered isolated more on a daily basis and so even over just what the five months i've personally gone through those moments when i'm really motivated to go and be active and work out and let's lose weight and then there's days when it's like eh, super low priority i'm just not feeling it and you kind of get you go in and out of these little funks kind of quickly it's it's interesting um and I do think it's super important to have somebody that sort of helps you with accountability or that's sort of knowing you're on this journey. And so that you can check in, even if it's a Twitter check-in like you do, talking about moving and working out. Right. For somebody to just nudge you and remind you, hey, don't forget, you, you do need to be moving today. And, it, and then that alone, I think, changes your mind so much that gives, makes you have a better day. Do you think that? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I, I just... I always want to have a better day every day. I mean, there's going to be good days and bad days, but I, I try always have the best day in my life every day, enjoy life every day. That's fantastic. I love all of these quotes. Like I'm trying to write down some of the things you're saying as really great little takeaways and quotes, but um, I just really like your story and your spirit and your positivity. So um, I have a small, I turned 40 in the fall and I have a small tattoo. It means positivity and people ask me all the time. It's teeny tiny and they'll see it on my wrist and they'll say, what, what is that? And um, there's two arrows for my two children, but the whole tattoo, the meaning is every day I see it. And I, I just as a quick little reminder that a positive attitude really changes your, your life. It, it turns everything. I mean, you just, you have so much control when you have a positive outlook on your day, on your attitude, your words, your actions. And I do truly believe that it makes the world a better place for everybody around you too. So I just appreciate your message. And I, I wanted to hop on and be able to hear it straight from you instead of just reading it on Twitter. So I will share your Twitter handle. It's at tank shuttle, which is S C H O T T L E. But I'll share that at the bottom of this um, podcast post so people can go and, and follow you. So you're, you're Twitter famous for sure with all those followers. So I appreciate you taking time out of your day to hop on here with me and chat. 
Yeah, thank you for having me, Kelly. I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm happy. You know, I love you, Kelly. I love everyone. I'm blessed to share you my story with you, and I had a good time. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks, Tank. Have a great rest of your day. You too, Kelly. You too.